ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ايها المسلمون فان الله تعالى ارسل نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم رحمه للعالمين ونجاه لمن امن به من الموحدين واماما للمتقين وحجه على الخلائق اجمعين وشفيعا في المحشر ايها المسلمون عباد الله indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he has sent our prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam rahmatan lil alameen he has sent him as a mercy to all of the worlds to all of creation and as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala affirms us in the Quran and he says wama arsalnaka illa rahmatan lil alameen and we have not sent you O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam except as a mercy to the alameen, to all of creation. And this mercy, which is found in the Prophet ﷺ, is found in his character, it's found in his akhlaq, it's found in his sunnah, in his teachings, by fulfilling and following his sunnah, and abstaining from that which he prohibited us from. All of this will be a mercy for us, if we were to follow him, and follow him as closely as possible. Fi dunya wal akhirah. We will acquire mercy in this world and in the year after. And he was sent as a savior for all those who believed in him and followed him. For the muwahideen, the people of At-Tawheed, for those who show him obedience after the obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa imaman lil-muttaqeen. And he is the imam of the people of At-Taqwa. And he is truly a evidence and a proof for all of creation and he will be the main intercessor in the day of qiyamah our obedience to the rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam has been proven in many ayat and has been justified in many ahadith of rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he said qul in kuntum tuhibbun allah fattabi'uni يحببكم الله ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم والله غفور رحيم حسن البصري رحمه الله he said about this verse 
He said that there were people who were claiming that they loved Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so Allah Azza wa Jal revealed this ayah to test that love, to test, to test them and to see if they were truly sincere and truthful in their love to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so Allah revealed and He said, Say, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, if you truly love Allah, then follow me. Yuhbibakum Allah, Allah will love you and He will forgive your sins. Wallahu ghafoorur rahim. And Allah is of forgiving the most merciful. So the ayah proves that sincere and true love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala means that we love and obey the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and that we follow him in every aspect. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah At-Tawbah, لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ مِّنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ عَزِيزٌ عَلَيْهِ مَا عَنِتُمْ حَرِيصٌ عَلَيْكُمْ بِالْمُؤْمِنِينَ رَؤُوفُ الرَّحِيمِ Showing us the status of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There certainly has come to you a messenger from among yourselves. He is concerned by your suffering. He is anxious for your well-being and gracious and merciful to the believers. <coughs> this is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He was a man from amongst us, an individual, a human being like us. But his concern was not for himself. His concern was for the ummah. Ummati, ummati, as he so famously said. His concern was for the well-being of this ummah. And he grieved for their suffering. He grieved for the hardships. And he was graceful or gracious and merciful to the believers. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam also said, فَوَالَّذِي نَفْسِي بِيَدِهِ He swore by Allah and he said, But the one in whose soul is my hand, or the one in whose hand is my soul, لَا يُؤْمِنُ أَحَدُكُمْ None of you will truly believe. حَتَّى أَكُونَ أَحَبَّ إِلَيْهِ مِنْ وَالِدِهِ وَوَلَدِهِ وَالنَّاسِ أَجْمَعِينَ None of you will attain true, complete iman until I am more beloved to him than his father, than his offspring, and of all of humanity. Thus this hadith again emphasizes that loving Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is a part of our iman. It's a part of us being believers that we love Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam more than ourselves, more than our parents, and more than our offspring, and more than all of creation. And this love means that we put the sunnah first, that we put the teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam first, before our desires, before our culture, before our traditions, before whatever it may be, the sunnah comes first. For this is true love for the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also said, Inna arsalnaka shahidan wa mubashiran wa nadheeran lilmu'mineen. Indeed, O Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we have sent you as a witness, a deliverer of good news and a warner. For what purpose? لِتُؤْمِنُوا بِاللَّهِ So that you believers may have faith in Allah. So that you can believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is why he was sent to call unto Allah. And then Allah said, وَتُعَزِّرُوهُ وَتُوَقِّرُوهُ وَتُسَبِّحُوهُ بُكْرَةً وَأَصِيلًا That you believe in Allah and his messenger. So support and honor him. Support and honor him. And glorify Allah morning and evening. 
So honoring Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and supporting him in every way is part of the belief of the Muslim and it's part of the respect and the duty of the Muslim that he shows to his beloved messenger, his beloved imam and his role model, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And there are many ways that we can do this by following the sunnah, yes. But from the specific ways that have been narrated in the Quran and the sunnah on how we show the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam respect and honor, how we honor him is by sending as much salutations and peace and blessings upon him sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And Allah has made it such that by sending salawat upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, we fall into one of the greatest acts of worship. One of the greatest acts of worship. In Surah Al-Ahzab, the well-known ayah that we hear almost every Jumu'ah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِيِّ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا Indeed, Allah showers His blessings upon the Prophet and His angels pray for Him. So therefore, O Muslims, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا O believers, invoke Allah's blessings upon Him and salute Him with worthy greetings of peace. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this ayah informs us that he first and foremost is the one who sends salah upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Inna allaha wa malaikatahu. First Allah and then the malaika also send salah upon him. And this is his status. Is there anyone that has been mentioned with this virtue, with this status, that Allah says about himself? that he is the one who sends salutations upon him. And his malaika, they send salah upon him. So all believers, surely, you should also then send salah and salam upon the messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What is meant by salah? Allah says, he sends, he sends salah upon the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Al-Bukhari, rahimahullah, he mentions that Abu Aliya said that Allah's salah means he is praising him before the angels. Allah praises the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam fil mala'il a'la in the highest of places. Above creation in the highest of places with the best of mala'ika he praises the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in this type of gathering. And the salah of the angels is their supplication. So Allah praises the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to the angels. That angels and the rest of the angels then send blessings upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They pray for him. Salawatullahi wa salamuhu alayhi. Yubarrakoon. They then send barakah upon him. And they pray for him at every moment. So when we send salah, when we say Allahumma salli ala Muhammad, we are praying for the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying, Ya Allah, Praise him in that gathering. We are saying, Oh Allah, praise the, the Messenger of Allah, so praise the Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in that gathering with the angels. And in turn, the angels will praise him. So by us praising him, Allah is already praising him. The Malaika is praising him. What is happening? 
the entire alam is praising him. Here in this world, lowly world and above in the heavens, there are people, malaika, malaika creation, and Allah himself above the heavens. And us in this dunya, constantly praising the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And this is how we raise his rank. And this is how we show him honor and glorification, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. When we do this, we are not only doing our duty unto the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. But this is a duty of us. We show him, this is a form of gratitude unto him for what he has delivered to us of the sunnah, of the Quran. He has brought us our, our, our savior. As sunnah Imam Malik rahimahullah said, the sunnah is like the ark of Nuh. Whoever gets on that sunnah is saved. And whoever doesn't will be all drowned. This is our savior. And the sacrifices that he made. And the difficulties that he endured to convey this message. To convey the Quran and the Sunnah to us. So that we come 1400 years later and we still have a pristine, perfect religion to follow by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is only our duty to praise him. And to send salah and salam upon him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. However, this also is a form of blessing ourselves. For Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in a hadith, Man salla alayya salatan wahidah. Whoever sends one salah upon me, sallallahu ashra salawat. Allah sends ten salawat upon him. Subhanallah. This is enough as a virtue. Just this hadith alone is enough encouragement for us to send as much salawat upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Because it means just by saying Allahumma salli ala Muhammad or even sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah sends tenfold upon us. And then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam continued and he said, وَحُطَّتْ عَنْهُ عَشْرُ خَطِيئَاتِ And ten sins will be wiped out. Ten sins will be wiped out. By one salah upon the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam وَرُفِعَتْ لَهُ عَشْرُ دَرَجَاتِ And he will be raised in ten ranks, ten levels. He will be, when he will be raised. This is the virtue of sending one salah upon the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Our sins are forgiven. Our rank and our level is raised. And Allah sends ten blessings upon us. Therefore, can it be that a mu'min will hear Muhammad and not say sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Can it be that a true Muslim will hear the Prophet Muhammad said and he doesn't say sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? It's not appropriate. And that's why the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said that the bakhil, the stingy person, is the one who when I am mentioned in front of him, فَلَمْ يُصَلِّ عَلَيَّ He doesn't send salutations upon me. He hears my name, he hears people speaking about me. It's mentioned the Prophet Muhammad and he doesn't say sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That's a bakhil person. That person's a stingy person. He's not only being stingy with me, he's been stingy with himself. He's cutting himself off from all of this khayr. And in the hadith he also said, May the person's face or nose be rubbed in dust. When I'm mentioned in front of him, فَلَمْ يُصَلِّ عَلَيَّ And he doesn't send salah upon me. Maybe he humiliated that the one who is, we are mentioned and he doesn't send salah upon me. 
In another hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, La taj'alu buyutakum kubura. Do not make your homes kuburs, graves, like a graveyard. Wala taj'alu qabri eida. And do not make my grave an eid. Do not take my grave and make it an eid. What is an eid? An eid means something that is, something that repeats. Ada ya'udu in Arabic means something that repeats. So don't take this grave as an Eid where you go every day or every second day or every third day you make it a ritual to visit my grave. So the Sunnah is in Islam, we visit the graves, we pray for the dead, but we don't make it an Eid. It's not a ritualized thing where we must go every Friday or every Eid or every certain day. We go when we can. And this is the Prophet saying about his own grave. And then he said, وَصَلُّوا عَلَيَّ And send salah upon me. فَإِنَّ صَلَاتَكُمْ تَبْلُغُنِي حَيْثُ كُنْتُمْ For your salah that you send upon me will reach me wherever you are. Wherever you are in the world, it will reach me. Say, send your salah upon me, it will reach me wherever you may be. In another hadith, he said, مَا مِنْ أَحَدٍ يُسَلِّمُ عَلَيَّ إِلَّا رَدَّ اللَّهُ عَلَيَّ رُوحِي حَتَّى أَرُدَّ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامِ Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, There is no person who sends salam upon me except Allah returns my soul to me until I am able to return my salam to him. Subhanallah. So when we say Allahumma salli ala Muhammad, that salam reaches him and he returns the salam to us. This is what he has said in authentic hadith. There's a story of Sheikh Al-Albani rahimahullah where he was on his way to Al-Madinah and a man said to him, I have one favor to ask, O Shaykh. And he said, what's the favor? He said, take my salam to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So the Shaykh said, Qad ansa, I might forget. I might become busy. I may not real. I may not fulfill your, your request. So I can't confirm that I'm going to do this. And so he said, but I cannot, but I can, can I indicate to you something even better? That if you send salam and salah from wherever you are in the world, the malaika will take it. Who's better, me or the malaika? And they won't forget, because that's their job. That they always fulfill. So send salah and salam by yourself, wherever you are. The malaika will deliver it to Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this should be our method and our sunnah. In another hadith, Ubay ibn Ka'b radiallahu anhu, he said, I said to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I send a great deal of blessings upon you. How much of my dua should be sending barakah upon you, sending blessings upon you? The Prophet said, however much you wish. He said, should I make one quarter, meaning I make dua? And a quarter of my dua is just to send salah and salam upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He said, whatever you wish. And if you do more, that will be better for you. So Ubay said, I said, one half. He said, whatever you wish. But if you do more, that will be better for you. He said, two thirds. He said, the same, whatever you wish. But the more, the better. Then he said, I will make all of my dua for you. And then the Prophet wasallam said, then your concerns will be taken care of and your sins will be forgiven. Your concerns will be taken care of and your sins will be forgiven. What this hadith teaches us 
is that we should send abundant praise and salah upon the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. It doesn't mean that you do not make dua. It doesn't mean that you never make dua. You only send salah and salam because this wasn't the Prophet's practice himself, nor was it the practice of the Sahaba. They made dua. They asked Allah for their needs, but it means to increase as much as you can, and to combine between dua and between sending salah and salam upon the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. If you do this. Your concerns will be taken care of. Your worries, your distress, your anxiety. This dunya is full of it. That's what the dunya is for. So raise your levels and so forth with tests. But one way to overcome that is by sending abundant salah and salam upon the Prophet If you're going through difficulty, say as much as you can throughout the day. There's no limit. There's no set number either. The Sunnah doesn't say send a thousand, send five hundred, send this much or that much. No limit, no number has been given, which means do as much as you can. As much as you, whenever you get a moment, you're driving, you're working, you're walking. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. Simple, easy ways, and Allah, the Prophet says that your concerns will be taken care of. As over and above that, your sins will be forgiven. Your sins will be. Forgiven. Imam al-Shawkani rahimahullah said that this means that these virtues of this hadith will give you the best of this world and the year after. Because in this world our body is our concerns. Our issues that we have to face and deal with. Salah upon the Prophet will remove that. And in the akhirah what's our concern? It's our sins. We're not worried about other issues on that. We're worried about our sins. Are we going to be overcome by our sins? The hadith says it will be forgiven. Your sins will be forgiven. So by sending abundant salah and salam upon the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, your issues, your worries of this world and the year after are taken care of. Subhanallah. In another hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said, "Kullu du'a'in mahjubun hatta yusalla ala nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam." He said, every dua is mahjub, which means it's stuck or it gets blocked off somewhere. So your dua, we want it to go up and be accepted by Allah. But he says, every dua is, it gets, it gets stopped somewhere until you send salam upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Until you send salah or salam upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So what does this teach us? This teaches us that from the etiquette of dua and from the means of having your dua being accepted is to say salah upon the Prophet. Even if it's in English, even if it's in Afrikaans, in Arabic, whichever language you are best familiar with, speak to Allah, Allah understands. Oh Allah send blessings upon the Prophet Oh Allah send your peace and salam upon him. Say it in Arabic, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. We all know this. In the salah. This is a form of having your dua being accepted. And these are the, or some of the virtues at least, of sending salah upon the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Aqulu hadha al-qawl wa astaghfirullah al-azim li wa lakum wa li walidayya wa li walidikum wa li sa'ir al-muslimin min kulli dhanb fastaghfiruh innahu huwa al-ghafur al-rahim.
Alhamdulillah ala ihsanih wa syukru ala tawfiqihi wa amtinanih wa ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah ta'ziman li sya'nih wa ashadu anna nabiyyana muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh salawatullahi wa salamuhu alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa salama tasliman mazida ayyuhal muslimun The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he says in another hadith عن عبد الله بن مسعود رضي الله عنه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال أولى الناس بي يوم القيامة أكثرهم علي صلاة That the people who will have the most right or the first of people or the people with the most حق to being with me on the day of قيامة to being close with me on the day of قيامة are those people who send the most salah upon me are those people who send the most salah upon me. Subhanallah. So one of the ways that we can, inshaAllah, increase our opportunities, or increase our chances of being with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and attaining his shafa'ah, attaining that intercession, and to drink from his hawd, to drink from that blessed pond, is to send as much salah and salam upon the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. For those who send the most upon him, he said they will be the closest of people to him. They will be the closest of, of people to him. Subhanallah. So let us take a lesson from today's khutbah. And that is that salah and salam upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is from the greatest of worship. It's from the most rewarding of ibadat. It's something that's beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for Allah mentioned that He Himself is the one who sends salah upon the Prophet Just because we avoid certain innovated forms of salawat doesn't mean that we don't make salawat. Doesn't mean that we do not make salawat. We may not believe that standing around and believing the Prophet is present. And therefore we must stand and say salawat upon him and welcome him to our gathering. We don't believe in this. But that doesn't mean we don't make salawat. Ahlu sunnah wal jama'ah are those who make the most salawat upon the Prophet They are those who are the closest to him in every way. In the aqidah, first and foremost. In the tawheed, in the way they worship Allah. In the ibadah, in the akhlaq, in the character. In the way they deal with others and in them praising him and sending blessings upon him. This is the true Sunni Muslim. This is the true person of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, the person of the Sunnah. So let it not be confused that if we avoid certain innovations, that we forget the Sunnah. Because often innovation resembles the Sunnah. It may resemble the Sunnah, but we distinguish between the two. We cut off the innovation, but we hold fast onto the sunnah. Alaykum bi sunnati wa sunnati al-khulafai al-rashid al-mahdiyin abdu alayha bin nawajid. Hold fast on my sunnah. And the sunnah of the khulafai al-rashidin, the rightly guided al-mahdiyin, and bite onto it, grip onto it with your molar teeth. Hold firm onto this. And then the Prophet said, وَإِيَّاكُمَ مُحْدَثَاتِ الْأُمُورِ And avoid the innovated matters. For every innovation in the deen is a bid'ah, every bid'ah is misguidance. So we're always in the middle. Not on the one extreme, not in the other extreme. 
This was the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and this was the way of the Sahaba. In conclusion, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam also said, increase in your salah on me on the night and the day of a Jumu'ah. So from the Sunnah Jumu'ah of the Friday is that in our context the Thursday night and the day of Jumu'ah the Friday is that we increase in salawat upon him. So from the Thursday night we should be starting to do even more than normal, even more than usual, where we send as much salah and salam upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. هذا وصلوا وسلموا رعاكم الله على بشير النذير محمد بن عبد الله فقد أمركم الله بذلك في كتابه فقال عز من قائل عليما إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما وقال صلى الله عليه وسلم من صلى علي صلاة صلى الله عليه بها عشرا اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وارض اللهم عن الخلفاء الراشدين أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وعن بقية الصحابة وتابعين وتابع التابعين وعنا معهم بمنك وكرمك وإحسانك يا أكرم الأكرمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين وأذل البدع والمبتدعين ودمر أعداءك أعداء الدين يا مولانا يا رب العالمين اللهم انصر المسلمين والمستضعفين في كل مكان اللهم وكن لهم ناصرا ومعينا ومؤيدا وحفيظا اللهم وعليك بأعداء الدين فإنهم لا يعجزونك اللهم ارزقنا حبك وحب رسولك وحب كتابك وحب من يحبك يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين أقيم الصلاه